Okay, well, Psalm 23, if you'll join me in your Bibles tonight, Psalm 23. I forgot to bring my lapel mic, so I think we're going to have to just go with uh, the pulpit mic tonight. I'll try to stay put. <laughs> and uh, right here in my place. Brother Arthur, is this your water from this morning? You mind if I share with you? Don't know if it was, but <clears throat> tastes fine. But uh, Psalm 23 is uh, where we'll be this evening for the next few minutes. And over the past month, I have started a series in this chapter and dealing with the, the names of the Lord. And here we are dealing with uh, the Lord is my shepherd. And we have gone through verses one through four. And I'll go ahead and read those, but tonight I want to draw our attention to verse number five. The Bible says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for Thou art with me, Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. I want to preach a message to you tonight entitled, My Shepherd is Preparing the Way. My Shepherd is Preparing the Way. Would you pray with me? Lord, we are grateful tonight. Thank you for these testimonies. Our hearts are encouraged Lord, in areas that, that you spoke to the teens, I know that we can apply to our lives. And uh, thank you for answering our prayer. Lord, we know that there were many that uh, were not able to be here tonight, but uh, you spoke to their hearts as well. They made decisions, and, and we just give you the glory. And we pray that it would result in, in revival in our church. That it would just spread and that it would be contagious, that spirit of revival, that spirit of joy, that spirit of obedience and humility. Lord, help us in this. And Lord, we do thank you for the word of God tonight. And Lord, as we look to Psalm 23, I pray you'd open our hearts and minds to your precious truth. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. My shepherd is preparing the way. That's what verse 5 is saying. And remember, who is writing this psalm? David. David was a shepherd. He was a shepherd at heart. And he is writing this uh, psalm here, these six verses, from a perspective of a shepherd. In fact, he draws several parallels or analogies here that deal with shepherding, that deal with sheep. And we've looked at some of those and tonight, I also want to look at another parallel that he gives here in the aspect of the shepherd preparing the way for the sheep. The table, it says here, he says, thou preparedest a table before me and the presence of mine enemies. Now, this is not exactly uh, I, I, I should say specific to the illustration of sheep. I'll mention that here in just a minute. It's not very precise, but I don't know about y'all, but as growing up, my mom would call us when supper was ready. That was always a good call. And it all a lot of times went like this. 
Now, in the South, I know this is going to be different. Up North, out West, or my, my wife's from the Midwest, so probably did not come out like this. Uh, but my mom would utter this often. Y'all come on. You know what that meant? It's ready. The table is set. The food is ready. The food is hot. And it's time to come eat. And I always loved it when my dad, and he said it often, he'd be sitting in his recliner. And man, you'd hear that recliner go forward and that, those, that, that footrest to pop up. It would click that lazy boy. He said, you don't have to call me twice. I always remember my dad doing that. And, uh, and he was ready to go. He loved my mom's cooking. And so did I. But mom was doing that to let us know that the table had been set. The table had been prepared. Now, there are some similarities here, though, but this is in the context of a shepherd. A shepherd would often go before his sheep to prepare the field, if you will. He would go and to make sure that it was ready for grazing. He would make sure that it was ready to avoid dangers, possible dangers, uh, possible uh, predators that would be in that area. The shepherd would go ahead and scout out the area, if you will. And this is my first point. But I want to explain something to you before I go into the rest of the message. I believe that we can make some application here in the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Now, I do believe that Jesus is the good shepherd, but we also believe in the triune God that the three are one. And we I do believe that the Holy Spirit is seen here and in his ministry as shepherding us. As the Spirit of Christ, if you will, shepherding our hearts and helping us walk the path that He has given us. Many of these teens have given uh, uh, their testimonies tonight about ways that God has worked in their lives to show them and to prepare them the way that He's called them to. And He's doing the same for us. And the first way that I would like to see tonight is the way the Holy Spirit prepares us for the way of God. You see, the shepherd would go out and sometimes he would have to prepare the land by clearing out rocks and sometimes even poisonous plants uh, before bringing his sheep in to graze. And when I think about this truth of the Holy Spirit leading us and preparing a way, do you know he goes before us? He prepares the way for us daily. The Spirit of God does that for us. He does that for you. He does that for me. The trials that are ahead, God has already been there. He knew the fields that we would be going into. His leading. He prepared us for that. Would you flip with me over just to uh, hold your place there in Psalm 23. But would you go over to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. Notice with me. There, 1 Corinthians, chapter 2, verse 9. And this is speaking in reference to the Holy Spirit and His ministry. 1 Corinthians, chapter 2, verse number 9. Notice what Paul says, writing to the Corinthians in verse 9. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man, The things which God hath what? Prepared for them that love Him. 
Now, I believe in the context, I, I believe that he's talking about more than just what's prepared for us in heaven. Oh, and I believe with all my heart it's glorious, it's mysterious, it's majestic, and it's way beyond our comprehension. But I believe what he's talking about right here, because of the whole context, I believe he's talking about what the Holy Spirit is wanting to show us presently. What God has prepared for you and me. And I'm so thankful to hear these testimonies that we've heard because basically what they're saying, and when anybody gives a testimony, we're basically uttering this. I'm thankful that the Holy Spirit showed me the way of God. That's what it comes down to. And notice why I believe the Holy Spirit's talking about what is present, because notice what it goes on to say. Verse 10, but God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit for the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. You see what this, the, the word of God is saying here. It, it is saying that that Paul explains that the wonders of God are uh, of God's amazing grace are no longer hid to the believer. He's wanting to reveal those precious things to us daily. He's wanting to reveal to us what God desires to do in our lives. I uh, heard this this uh, story uh, that uh, just recently um, that, uh, of course, you know, it's, it's not true uh, because it's not Bible, but it was for sake of illustration. But he said uh, that uh, he's heard a story about a man that went to heaven. And he uh, got there and, and asked the Lord once he noticed something about some gifts that were all uh, piled up over there in one area. And he said, well, what exactly are those? And the Lord conveyed that, well, these are these are gifts that I desired to give you, but you never gave me an opportunity to show you what I wanted to do for your life. And it gave the idea, the impression there and just that story, uh, that fable, if you will, of the idea of, hey, we got a lot of things that God is wanting to show us in this life, but it's going to come by us responding to what he's wanting to do. You know, I, I think about in the aspect of of the riches of his grace, as even uh, Brother Arthur preached this morning about knowing God, who is going to reveal all those things about God to us? It's going to be the Holy Spirit. I can't, in my own intellect, figure out the mysteries of God. I must be completely dependent upon the sweet Holy Spirit of God, who's going to reveal these things to me, even today and tomorrow and for all eternity, I'm going to have the opportunity to know that. You think about it, the Holy Spirit completely, as it says, the Spirit searcheth all things. I believe that conveys the ideas that the Holy Spirit completely understands the depth and height of God's nature and of God's power. And therefore seeks to communicate that knowledge to us daily as we walk with Him, as we yield to Him, as we listen to Him and obey Him. He seeks to prepare that way for us. And even in the presence of our enemies, you know, I think that is significant that we don't breeze over that aspect. 
because we live in a world that is at enmity with God. And as we as teens and, 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 and middle-aged adults or retired adults, whoever, what category you're ever in, as you leave out and live in this world, you're living in a world that is at enmity with God. But the Word of God teaches us that God will even prepare us a table of following Him and loving Him and knowing about Him even in the face of the enemy. And we can have full confidence of that. I do believe we see here that God Himself prepares us for the way of God, the Holy Spirit of God. But secondly, I see the Holy Spirit prevents us from harmful conditions. As was mentioned uh, back in our text, Psalm 23, we see that the Holy Spirit, uh, we see that he makes reference here that thou anointest my head with oil. Well, my friends, oil is symbolic of the Holy Spirit many times in Scripture. You look to Leviticus in light of the tabernacle. And the way the oil was used, the way the, the priest would apply it uh, to themselves, to the sacrifice and to the people that were being given sacrifices for, it was, a, it was symbolic of the Holy Spirit. And what's interesting about this, in light of shepherding, what would often happen, and, and the sheep being anointed with oil, in fact, Philip Keller, an, an author and shepherd, explains that anointing the head of sheep brings healing and relief from pests that can drive sheep crazy. Whenever gnats, mosquitoes, and flies attack a flock, the sheep respond by trying to get away from the pest. Some uh, uh, stamp their feet erratically while others race around the pasture in an effort to outrun their tormentors. Some even beat their heads against rocks or trees desperate for relief. And so what they would do to prevent that from happening, shepherds would anoint the sheep with oil. And my friends, as Brother Arthur preached this morning, if we want to uh, prevent the pest uh, of, this, of this old nature of mine and the, uh, and the old man of mine and the world to pester me and to bring me down and to bring me down to desperation to where I am just feeling totally defeated... I need to be anointed with the Holy Spirit of God daily because the shepherd would not just anoint the sheep just one time. It was a daily preventative. And we need to yield ourselves daily to the Holy Spirit of God. Thou anointest my head with oil. It makes sense to me that the Holy Spirit prepared a way for the sheep to be healed through God's healing power. Because sometimes there would be times where even the, sh the shepherd would seek to prevent the sheep from getting off track and getting off the area that he had designated for them to graze. There would be times where the sheep would still get a hold of a poisonous plant. Or the insects, the, the pest would still get advantage of the sheep's nose and, and the ears and it would cause damage. But I will say this, that when it came time for them to be treated, it is often said that the sheep would come in one by one and the shepherd would know them by name. 
And yes, he would shepherd them as a flock and they would be grazing and he would know the sheep well. And, and, and but when they would come in uh, at night uh, to the designated time of inspection, he would inspect each one. And he knew them by name. He knew the weaknesses and, and he would apply the oil as was necessary. He would apply it appropriately. And are you comforted tonight by the fact that the Holy Spirit deals with you and me personally? He knows your name. He knows where you're at. He knows what you've been through. He knows where you're going. And he is anointing you for that. He will bring healing to you, whatever you've been through. He's going to show you uh, what to avoid. I'm thankful that the Holy Spirit prevents us from harmful conditions. I think of that verse in John 16, 13 that says, Howbeit when the Spirit of truth is come, He will guide you into all truth. The Spirit of God daily helps us to overcome those effects of sin in our lives. But thirdly, notice with me, I believe I see here in this phrase, my cup, my cup runneth over. I also believe we can see the Holy Spirit's work in our lives and even the life that David is talking about. He says that thou anointest my head with oil. And he said, my cup runneth over. You see, when God prepares the way, he prepares a way for my thirst to be satisfied in abundance. It's not just a little preparation, but it's a whole lot. God has done over and beyond infinitely what I can ever imagine as the word of God says. I'm not even able to comprehend it, what the Lord has done for us. You know, the Lord just gave me a tremendous blessing this week over vacation in several ways, but one happened toward the end of the week, and I was not even expecting it. It was the last night, and my family, some of my family that lived in the area were able to come and uh, go out on the lake with us a couple of days and do some tubing and that type of fun, some skiing. Uh, but, uh, but on the last night, uh, one of my cousins is the same age. She has a daughter, and... Um, uh, young daughter around the age of uh, 12. And uh, this daughter had been inquiring about salvation with her mom. She'd been talking about the Lord and and the, how to be saved and what does it mean and different things of that nature. And uh, and my cousin, uh, who's about my age, told her daughter, said, well, look, you just why don't you talk to Brinson uh, while we're here? And uh, and sure enough, uh, that Thursday night, I was able to go right there in the camper and uh, talk with her and her mom. We, we, I went through the gospel. I went through the Romans road and and she was very serious. She was uh, very much focused and genuine and she understood. And I made sure over and over uh, that she understood. And, and by the end of the conversation, she was ready to call out to, to the Lord. And so we all prayed. I prayed and. And she prayed and then her mother prayed. But right there, uh, my sweet cousin's daughter, my, my cousin, uh, called out to trust Christ as her Savior. And it was awesome. I could tell God had been working in her heart. And I didn't even initiate it. Uh, they did with me. If it was, I should have initiated, but I did not. And, uh, and here's something else just to, to add to the... Just the... 
I don't know the, if mystery is the right word, but just the being in awe of God. But I don't know why I had it with me. But I did. And what I had with me in my truck was a little New Testament. And it wasn't just any little New Testament. It was an, 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 an old New Testament that was given to my dad in 1970. And it was given to my dad in 1970 from my great-grandmother, his grandmother. And I believe it was for him getting ready to go into the Navy. I, can't, I don't know the context, but it said to Brent uh, from Grandmother Kirby. Um, and the date, July 6, 1970. And at the bottom it had John 3.16. Well, I had been given this Bible and I had it at home, but for whatever reason I had put it back in the truck. And it was that very Bible that I was able to lead my little cousin to Christ. And what makes that so special, folks, is you think about this. That little cousin of mine, that little girl, it was her great, great grandmother that had given that Bible to my dad. And who would have thought if my great grandmother Kirby it was alive uh, up in heaven, but if she would have just been thinking about that at that time, I have no idea that this little Bible that I'm giving my grandson may uh, one day end up resulting and being used, I should say, being used to lead my great, great granddaughter to Jesus Christ. Folks, my cup runneth over. And for the Christian, that is so true. We don't even grasp nearly what God has prepared for us. The Holy Spirit of God is working in your life. And He's working in my life. And He's working in this church. And He's doing awesome things where only He can get the glory. And, and, and we think about the fact that Jesus promised the work of the Holy Spirit when He said in John chapter 7, verses 38, He said, He that believeth on Me, as the Scripture hath said, out of His belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake He of the Spirit, which they that believe on Him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Listen, I don't know what God's wanting to teach you tonight and whatever you're dealing with. But as I look at this psalm and I look at the analogies of shepherds and sheep and I look at the work of the Holy Spirit, I come with this concluding thought. I want all that God has prepared for me. I don't want to miss any of it. I don't want to miss one bit of it, Brother Christian. I want everything that God has planned for me because He has gone before me. And He has it in store. And yes, there are going to be times when I do my own stupid thing and eat some poisonous plants or, or uh, get off track. And, and uh, I saw something that somebody posted the other day on social media. It was the most amazing thing. I don't know who saw it, but it had this, this shepherd boy pulling, his, pulling the sheep out of a crevice that he had fallen into. He pulled the sheep out. The sheep was so excited, it ran about five feet, took a big leap right back in the same crevice. It was hilarious. I'm like, that is so us. The Lord pulls us out, but you know what? 
I'm thankful tonight that we can be comforted by the fact that the Lord God, the shepherd of our souls, the great shepherd through the power of the Holy Spirit has prepared a table for us, even in the midst of a wicked land, even our enemies. And he has anointed us with oil of the Holy Spirit of God that we've all been sealed with until the day of redemption. You have him if you know Christ. And the, the goal is, is to be anointed daily with the freshness of that oil that we get through the reading of the word and through prayer and yielding to him daily. And then understanding that my cup runneth over. I don't know who said it, but I saw it quoted and I thought it was good. The pessimist says the, ha- the cup is, ha- is half empty. The, the optimist says the, the cup is half full. And, and uh, the Christian says my cup runneth over. So, folks, tonight, let's be comforted by this. The table is ready. God's got some awesome things in store for us. Much we've already seen. Much we have not. Let's walk daily in his presence and see what the shepherd has in store. Let's pray together.